Kickoff right around the corner, Slee. We're getting closer to USA v. Wales. Gareth Bale from LAFC on the other side today. Um, that's the extent of my Wales soccer team it's not knowledge. Bad. That's pretty good. That's that's one guy. I'll know him, Bale. And then, uh, you know, the Americans, we'll see. We didn't even make it last time, so I feel like we've already advanced to a certain point of uh, American soccer. I did watch the entire documentary. Finally got to see it, that FIFA one. Oh, timing of it was this is the one the on, corruption one yeah this is the one on netflix four episodes kind of cranked them out between saturday and sunday yeah yeah i guess nothing crazy i mean it's kind of like yeah i i don't know some of that stuff just doesn't surprise me or shock me the bribes the taking cash the this the <gasps> russia and qatar win the you know bid because they are the perfect places to do the world cup and then we had to move it to november because the weather's really bad in qatar <laughs> it didn't they shock me no stadiums they had to build all of they built them from nine the ground up built nine stadiums yeah. which they will do nothing with once the world cup is over the thing that blew me away more than anything i was listening to a pod the other day is that the the entire scheme yeah. was written down like there's records of all these payments going all these other, it's like well that's unusual like the the mob doesn't keep books so they know who this guy's paid off to this like well, that's a totally different way they to do would it. hey just um if we can get your vote we'd greatly appreciate it um there's 1.5 mil coming your way use that for football reasons <laughs> Football reasons. That's Use not that for football it. reasons. That's the way they were doing it. Jason Levine writes, a cheeseburger is a perfectly balanced food item. I'm just saying. I Slee, you know how much I love to eat cheeseburgers. You're going to tell me in, a, in, in two weeks you're still going to- Two weeks. Imagine if you had to eat a cheeseburger three times a day for three days in a row. I think I'd go two weeks. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Don't you tell me. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> I'd very but much- I'd, I could just see you coming I don't win anything. On Wednesday, just like- Ugh. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Supersize me. Have you That's seen what that? I was going to say. Supersize me. Yeah, that went well. That dude did not look good. <laughs> really? Yeah. He did not wasn't, look Wasn't good. a great way to do it. Uh, USA, Wales, just about to kick off. Guys yep. are on the field in, in literally any second now. So if anything super exciting happens, we'll give you a, uh, an update on that. Are the Lakers hot? Are the Lakers playing bad teams? Is Anthony Davis back? Is he playing against a bunch of scrubs? What yeah. exactly is going on here? Well, I'll tell you. And thank you so much for asking. <laughs> um, all right, so they won three in a row. So Brooklyn Nets, the Pistons, and the Spurs, three games that Lakers won. So with all that, Trav, 5-10 and ten on the year. And um, they, got a, they got an interesting game coming up against the Suns tomorrow. So I, I give you my thoughts on this. I can make a case for each one of those wins. I could tell you, okay, Brooklyn did not have Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, uh, Seth Curry, and Nick Claxton, their big guy, left in, I can't remember if it was the second or the third quarter. So And they're coming off a of back-to-back playing the Clippers. Okay, put that to the side. But just a heads up, I want you to know that when they beat the Brooklyn Nets, that's what you were facing in Brooklyn. You beat the Pistons on Friday. Pistons did not have 35-12 and 12 between Cade Cunningham and Isaiah Stewart, two of their starters. Isaiah Stewart is their big man. Both of those guys didn't play. And Cade Cunningham is their best player. It's their best player. Yeah. And they're coming off back-to-back against the Clippers. They played the Clippers the night before. Yesterday against the San Antonio Spurs, Jakob Pertl didn't play. That's their big man. Um, and, and the Spurs are just not a good team. Um, and they're also coming off a back-to-back against the, uh, against the Clippers the night before as well. I can make a case 
that the Los Angeles Lakers had a really, really nice, fortunate stretch of three games where they played three teams that are not that good, three teams that are missing a lot of key players, and the Lakers took advantage of it. So I, I, I want to give them credit because they won three games in the ro- in a row. If you're the Lakers, you're 2-10 starting that stretch. Nobody's giving you the benefit of the doubt that sure. you're going to go out and win those games. So I'm going to give them that, that benefit of the doubt. But I also refuse to get excited about the Lakers at 5-10 and 10 based on those circumstances that I just said. Now, if you tell me that Wednesday, come back into the studio and the Lakers beat the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix and it's DeAndre Ayton on the other side and it's Devin Booker on the other side and it's a team that you know, most think are going to be competing for the Western Conference sure. and a chance to go back to the NBA Finals. If you tell me they walk away tomorrow with a W against the Phoenix Suns, then our conversation would be different. But as of right now, it's take your three wins, cash them in because you had such a tough schedule to start out the year, and you lost some games that you were hoping that you can win. Take it. Great. Fantastic. But I'm not also going to get overly excited based on some of that that I laid out. I Overly excited, no, but I am going to get a little excited. I'm going to get a little excited because this was the team that was 2-10. and 10. This was a team that looked terrible. It wasn't just that they were 2-10 and 10 and losing a bunch of games. They looked bad doing it. Right? How they were losing. The, how they were losing, and it just looked like, okay, this team might not win 25 games. It looked like it was that bad of a, of a, of a team, of a roster. Nothing about it looked encouraging. Everything that you said is right. This team's missing these guys. The next team's missing these guys. They're back-to-backs. All the things. Lakers had Braun out. At least they won. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and because, look, maybe they'll have another three-game winning streak at some point in the season. Maybe they won't. I I don't know. But you got to take them where you can get them. And I'm going to switch the streams here just a touch. I want to go back to a Rams game a couple of weeks ago when they were playing Tampa. Tampa felt like they were dead in the water. Tom Brady was lifeless. There was no buzz, no nothing going on with those guys. And they pull a rabbit out of the hat and beat that team. And all of a sudden, what's happened since then? Tampa's got a little spark. They got a little life. They're kind of moving through it now. Are they great? No, but they're playing a lot better because they got a little bounce in their step. What happened to the Rams? The Rams had a win in the palm of their hand that they let slip through their fingers. And since then, it's been a death spiral for the rest the other of the way. way right? Yep. A couple of wins, even if it's a win because the other guy blew it or the other guy didn't have their best guy or the other guy was coming off of a back-to-back, there's still wins and you can start to build some momentum. And I don't care if Anthony Davis is going up against other teams that didn't have their big guys. He's been really good. Yep, He's looked like Anthony Davis, so I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Now, when you're, you're right. Against Phoenix tomorrow night, it's a totally different assignment. DeAndre Ayton and everything else. I'm going to enjoy this because I don't know how many of these are coming along. And maybe, just maybe, a little bit of positivity in the air, a little bit of expecting to win starts to permeate this group. And who knows what happens after that? Confidence is a real thing. You should, and you're not wrong on that, that the confidence stuff, you should enjoy it. And I'm not saying that Laker fans should not enjoy a three-game winning streak. It's nice to also get some, doing the post-game show, getting a couple calls and saying, hey, I really like the way Austin Reeves is playing. I really yeah. like the way Lonnie Walker's contributing. These last two games, they had six guys in double figures on Friday, seven guys in double figures yesterday. I like that there's some threats there. There's some balance. Thomas Bryant came back. Dennis Schroeder came back. They've been um, they've been nice kind of additions to play their own specific role. I'm with you on all that. Yeah. All of it. But... I want to be excited about the Lakers. And I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Do you know where I would get excited? 
is if tomorrow they pulled up to Phoenix and played some good basketball. Just because you want to see it against a good team and you want to see them just reach a moment of the season, even though it's early on, where you can at least just turn around and say, Lakers won four in a row and they won in Phoenix. They won in Phoenix. That's the only one that you just, you want something. If they come out tomorrow. going to play tomorrow night? Do we know? Questionable. Still questionable. If they come out tomorrow, by the way, Chris Paul's not playing, neither is Cam Johnson. So they're missing a couple key guys. Who cares? They went and blew out the Golden State Warriors without those guys. Yeah. Um, But I, I say that because you want a moment in the Lakers season. You didn't have it at any point last year. You just want a moment where you can say, guys, I'm not telling you that the Lakers are the best team in the last conference. But you know what? They had three wins in a row, and then they went to Phoenix and beat a good Phoenix team. Just give that, and if they if they lose by 20 tomorrow, it kind of takes away from some of that momentum yeah, that I they mean, were building. It, it does, but... Or make I, it a good game. The, the part that's interesting to me, too, aside from just that they're winning, that they've won those games without LeBron James. They've won those games with Anthony Davis very clearly being the the number one option, and the focal we're going to do it. And, and he's got to go out there and carry the, the load. Um, he's got to be the guy that scores the points. He's got to be the guy that defends the rim. He's got to be the guy that gets the rebounds. And and he's been doing mm-hmm. it. And it's it's a little di- it feels a little bit different this time because we've seen when LeBron's gone out before. Anthony Davis will have a game and then he'll disappear. I'll have a game and then he'll disappear. This has been and again, I, I I'm fully aware that it's a three game sample against the, the circumstances. That's that okay. His, his his numbers have been those are They've monster been, numbers. They're monster numbers yeah. and they're monster numbers without LeBron on the court it's very clear how they're going to go about doing this I'm not only because Phoenix is a better team but whether it's against Phoenix or I think they have San Antonio again after that right okay, two in a row against two in a row. first three right. or four games so if LeBron is back and all of a sudden it looks a little bit different I think all of a sudden you have a very different conversation because explain me it, it just kind of looked better without him it looked now i'm not saying they they're a better team without him i'm saying that looked better without mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. and maybe it starts to inform some of your choices moving forward maybe it starts to you think okay but look i know that the plan was ad starts to take over and then lebron starts to you know take a more of a secondary role in this team Maybe we start doing that a lot sooner than later, and maybe that secondary role isn't even the secondary role for whatever's coming next season or the season after that because he's not getting any younger. He's missing. I mean, what are we? They played fifteen games. He's missed a significant handful now. of yeah. them. This is this is not going to become less frequent. It's going to become more frequent. Him missing time along the way. Kind of interested to see how Anthony Davis looks when he just has a clear field, a clear runway to go out there and do his thing every night. It's funny. I don't think, I really don't think LeBron James, I'm going to use as an example, LBJ when he was playing with the Miami Heat. I know it's a long time ago, but I don't think LeBron cared if Dwayne Wade or Chris Bob win these games. We've got to win these games. Yeah. Right? In Cleveland, it was different. He was the guy, and there was really nobody else there. We've kind of said this before with Anthony Davis. Are you going to start taking over games or not? Because I have lost faith that you're going to take over games. Because I think you're a 22-9 and guy, and you really didn't kind of have that impact in the game. The stats are there. The stats look okay. And, and these last, at least this few stretch, which... LeBron has not been there, so there is no other option. It's guys, we got no shot unless it's you stats give Anthony and Davis impact. It's stats both. and impact. It's not just oh, well, he was okay. No, not if you watch the game, he wasn't. That he might have had twenty four and ten, but I watched that and I didn't feel him once. These are not only monster stats. These are okay. He's who's yeah, best player? The free on the throw court. line. Oh, it's him. It's him. Mm-hmm. He had eight, what, eighteen in the first quarter last night. 
I mean, it was eighteen it, in the first. Yep. Yeah, it just was. Oh my gosh! And I get it, Spurs stink. They only played twenty eight minutes. Yeah, but it was an incredibly powerful performance from him, not just statistically, but his impact on the bottom line. Let's try a phone call here, Glendora, Mark, Mark, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Mark? Hey, gentlemen. I think uh, your both honesty is refreshing. Because it cannot be easy to have you guys have courage because you're on the Laker channel. And for you to bring these subjects up has to be kind of scary to you. You know, maybe, I don't know, but I love the honesty. I totally agree with Sliwa on the quality of the teams they just played. Absolutely. Uh, I liked what Travis said last week about the reality of the team. And, and now you're talking about the future. And that's really the hope of every for Laker fan. Anthony Davis is healthy now. Now get him to somewhere while he's healthy where you can get the most stuff before you know what's going to happen. It's, it's clear. Sell high. I heard a show from you guys a long time ago. You sell high. Sell high means when he's healthy. It's real simple. When he's healthy, get the most you can. I love your honesty. Please keep it up. You're the only chance we got. Love you. Thanks, Mark. Um, I don't know if it's he's, you're selling high after three games, but you're it, not. It, you're not. Nope. It, it's going to take more than three games. It mm-hmm. could take three months. That's a different conversation. Where let's say that they're they, they step it up in competition. You're playing against much better teams, but Anthony Davis is still playing like that. Maybe you're not winning a bunch of them, but you're seeing that. That's a totally different question because that point it's like, hey, look, that's the guy that we've been waiting for. At that point, I don't think I want to move him because there are, there are no guys like that that are just going to get back. You're not there are no guarantees in this draft. We know that, so you're not getting those sorts of players, especially where the Lakers are going to end up picking because they have to pitch swap yeah. with New Orleans. It, if if he continues to play like this, the, com- the 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 conversation becomes far more complicated. Well, and you know we've said this, and I, I think this goes with every sport. Where are you with? Where's your franchise going? Are you in, if you're in complete rebuild mode, let's just say, Trav, I'm going to just talk out of my you know what. Let's say a, (laughs) let's say eight months from now, the Lakers front office decides we're in the offseason. Lakers didn't make the playoffs. AD had a really good season. Okay. But Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And they decide, guys, that window was over. That the Lakers won an NBA championship with those guys. That window was over. It is, it makes more sense for the franchise to start selling off some of these assets, go accumulate picks, and you're just going to completely rebuild. Or, no, AD was really good this year and they made the playoffs, but they just don't have enough talent around him. Then it's a different conversation. So I think that all kind of depends on what ends up happening. It gets far more complicated the better they play. Like if they if they bottom out, it's easy. That, that That's the easy conversation. If they play well, especially if Anthony Davis plays well, all of the things you thought you knew, maybe you don't know anymore. All right, this is kind of sad, but it's the truth. I'm not kidding. Winning three games in a row, just how last season went and how no this doubt. season has started, there has been a quick second. You're saying to yourself, uh, please tell me there's something. Please he, tell me there's he something. He looked really yeah, he looked, good for oh, a week. He's, which is, you said it 35 on Sunday. and 16s every night. They they played on Sunday and then they didn't play again until Friday, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, do you remember he had the 38 point? You're like, Let, let's see what he not only he did, did two he more do times. it again, he did it two more times. Look, we get to five? Can we pretend that it's real? We'll see. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Kansas City would be a good pick for Million Dollar Mondays if you are a lucky number caller uh, when we do that. But the Rams, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably less of a change every week. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like a great idea. A little all over the place, too. Remember how Buffalo was kind of dominating the picks? It's a little quieter Allen now. Allen keeps throwing interceptions. I know. It, it's tough when your quarterback keeps giving it to the other team. But we are basically everyone was crowning them a month yeah. into the season, right? Yeah. Kansas City has the best. By the way, so watching Sunday Night Football last night, Mm -hmm. and Herbert throws that unbelievable pass to Keenan Allen. Just just a beautiful completion. Third and 18. I think they picked Mm -hmm. up like 42 yards. Super impressive play. They end up scoring a touchdown two or three plays later. I turned to Susan. I said, Chargers are definitely going to lose because there's a minute 37 Clock. left, yep. three, three timeouts, timeouts for Patrick Mahomes. Like, yep. this is a wrap. Mm-hmm. And it took him, what, it took him about a minute of that time to go down there, get in there. Kelsey did what he does. There are – he's – Mahomes is in that zone where, oh, no, it, that's way too much time. Anything more than a minute with a timeout or two, he's going to find a way to do it. And that wasn't even like the Chargers chargering it, maybe a little bit, but that was just – I don't care who's on the other side. Mahomes was going to do that. But you knew the result. And, and I think there is something about the Chargers chargering it. They're in games. It's not they're getting, it's not they're getting blown out, but you're saying to yourself – yeah, they're probably going to lose that game. Five and five, right? Five now, and Chargers. five. Yeah, and there there are a lot of teams in front of them too. So that's just uh, that's the AFC right now. They got to get over the Jets, and yep. the Bengals have the last spot right now. The Jets are in the eighth spot, and then it's the char- the Chargers are one game ahead of the Colts. Am I the only one in the NFL? You said that Keenan Allen reception. Why do I love the creativity of guys when they get a first down? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. So they will. Some guys will just go. First down, right? Uh huh. Other guys will hold the ball and just drop it. <laughs> I do. I like down. that one. That's <laughs> a good one. They, they, all of them have something, and I don't know what it is. Every time I see a first down, I'm like, yeah, that was pretty bad. That's <laughs> you, I have something a feeling as you simple and I watch as football that. very differently. <laughs> I'm waiting for like a like a rocky kind of a combination. Just a first down. The referee. Speaking of like guys that were kind of styling it, the referee on the Rams game yesterday. It was like Mr. Olympia. He had the biggest guns I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. When he would, you know, like holding on the right and point back this way, dude's bicep looked like a tire. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. He's calling penalties <laughs> that don't even exist just so he could. He's doing it like this. Yep. He's doing the, and just pointing this way. First down. Holding. He was so Why big. is he holding his? <laughs> I love that. I, I wish I should have written his name down when I saw it last night. It was awesome. I'm like, that dude is putting in the time. Personal foul. <laughs> Long Beach and Marvin. Marvin, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, Trav, I just wanted to mention that Anthony Davis right now plays amazing, but he's just equivalent to Dwight Howard in Taiwan. <laughs> and he's just killing it over there. Dwight had a good day in Taiwan. He had like 50 rebounds. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying it's just uh, as of right now, they only play three uh, three teams that are not that great. So, yeah. 
Marvin, by the way, I, I think, listen, it's okay to feel either way. You can walk away seeing Anthony Davis have those three performances and say to yourself, AD is back, guys. Anthony Davis looks good. He's not just – it's not just offensively or it's not just defensively. You can have that that stake in it. But I think you could also lean a little bit where I am saying, AD, that was cool. That was awesome. That was great three days for you, great three, great three games for you. There are real, there's real competition in the West. You haven't faced it in this last week. Can you get one of those nights against DeAndre Ayton and a, a, a well-coached, smart – Phoenix Suns team that you know are going to throw double teams at you and do this and do that. And if he comes out of that game with a 22 points, nine rebounds, got to the free throw line four times, (laughs) he had a block and a steal, then I'm going to instantly go back and say, okay, well, AD didn't do it against the Phoenix Suns. If he comes out tomorrow, the most important stat is did you win the game or not? Sure. But if he comes out tomorrow, he's the main focal point. He's putting up Big-time numbers where you feel his presence. DeAndre Ayton has three fouls in the first two, in the first quarter and a half because he's got no answer for him. If it's one of those nights and the Lakers beat the Phoenix Suns, then I think the calls would be a little bit different. You could start having a little bit different of a conversation. So, you know, sometimes when you'll go, like maybe most of the day, and you haven't eaten anything, right? And you get home and you just put like a little cheese on crackers or something like that or just put a spoonful of peanut butter, just something super sane. You're like, that might be the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Yes. Right? You, you know that moment? It's because... It last night after the like okay. <laughs> Sure. It didn't matter what it was. Sure. That's where Anthony Davis is right now. It's one of those... Look, I haven't seen this in a while. I'm going to enjoy it. This is the saltines and peanut butter after not eating all day. Is it the best meal in the world? No, because of all the extenuating circumstances you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to take it, though, right now, because I haven't seen him do this Fair. in a year. Yep. I mean, literally, about a year since we've seen Anthony Davis have a real impact on these games. You're not wrong. It is saltines and peanut butter based on the competition, but it's really good considering what we've seen. And I'm going to enjoy it. Now it's going to be a little bit more of a complete meal tomorrow night against the Suns. But I think that's what it is. When you haven't seen a guy that was, for a very long time, considered a great player in this league, and now is not considered that, when he shows you three games in a row, even if the competition is inferior, I'm not going to automatically flush it. He might get – DeAndre Ayton may eat him for lunch. It could happen, right? Maybe it won't. But I'm going to enjoy these three games because I haven't seen it in a very you long You enjoy time. those three games, but tomorrow when you pull up the Mastro's and you're waiting for that yep. steak to come out, you want that steak to taste a certain way because you know the quality of the steak is supposed to taste a certain way, and we'll see what happens I would get tomorrow. the seafood tower at Mastro's. I'm just saying that. Okay. The steaks are, are very good there, but that yep. seafood tower, you don't want to sleep on that sleep. It's a tower of seafood. It comes. It's like a pyramid. It's got all these different. Like there's some oysters. There's How come they don't lobster. have a steak tower? <laughs> I'm sure if, they, if you asked nicely, they'd put it together. Just put like there's prime rib fillet holding <laughs> I'm up. I'm trying to think. Okay, so the fillets would be on the top because they're mm-hmm. the smallest. Then that's one down here. Maybe some strips, some okay. New Yorks, and then as we go down the towards the bottom, is the... prime ribs. Right? It's prime or the tomahawk the for two. The bone in ribeye that has to hold everything together. <laughs> and then you make the base out of T-bone steaks mm-hmm. that you just basically tie them all together, truss them together. You're welcome, Mastros. I'm, I'm full of ideas. You're welcome. Full of ideas. I told. Uh, that I told my good idea folder. I told Michael yesterday. So starting the pregame show, and I'm, I, you know, naturally AD is going to come up. He had done this for two games. I'm like, Michael, what do you take away from AD the for last two games? I, I'm so sick of you talking about Anthony Davis. He's like, he's done it for two games. Why don't you come back to me when AD does this? I'm like, I get it, Michael. 
But that's the thing, is he doesn't do it that. It, it has not been on a consistent basis, and he's not wrong. What Michael was saying is this is how it's supposed to be every night. But it's not. But every it hasn't night. been. I understand so, that this was your vision of what you. But were it hasn't it would been be, that. But it hasn't. Yeah. So when he starts to give you a little bit, yeah. I'm not going to just be. Oh, they, you know, where's this? Hold on. Yes, it would have been nice had we had this for the last couple of years, but we haven't. Mm-hmm. But at least let us live in the the dream sequence where maybe this is the beginning of the next chapter. Maybe it's not. Maybe the alarm's going to go off tomorrow. Seven o'clock tip. 7, 7 p tip tomorrow. Okay, so 7 o'clock tip tomorrow. It's like, yeah, we're right back where we were. Maybe, maybe, but at least we can pretend that it might not be. So I had to punt right away. I'm like, oh, let's go to Lonnie Walker. He's been really good, <laughs> really back. good role player. No, we're going to talk about AD. We're going to break down his stats. I don't care. Was it Jakob Pertl? Is that a real guy, or did you Jakob make him Pertl. up? No, he's one of the, believe it or not here. Ready? Sure. Really good defensive center. I'll believe, sure. You could have said anything. He's been the conversation of maybe Lakers make a trade. That's been one of the oh, guys. I can't wait. Where, where do I buy my season tickets? <laughs> hey, everybody. We've a lot got of people Jakob think Pertl. he's A lot of people think he's halfway between Hakeem <laughs> and Patrick Ewing. It's yeah. like molding those mm-hmm. two together. I'm sure it's very, very similar. Emily, are you going to make it for Factor Cap? You're uh, suspiciously quiet today. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm worried about you a little bit. She's you not even said there a word. She left. I just don't have a voice. That's the main thing. That's <laughs> yeah, radio. You're but fine. I, can do it. I got it, you guys. <laughs> I just, you, I saw, I'm looking yeah, at her exactly. on the Zoom, and I saw her when she heard her name, she kind of like, uh, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Okay. No, UCLA, everything's <laughs> changing this year. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Yes. Get some get some tea, get some honey, get ready to go. Factor cap. This guy, six-game winning streak, this guy. Six-game yep, winning there, streak. There it goes. I'm going to start cheering for the Kings. For the kings. There, I'm going to start cheering for the Kings. Just a big bucket of ice water on your Kings right there. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, Uh, I was greeted this morning by a balmy 25 degrees when I got off the plane this morning. So that's super fun. But I did get my favorite favorite fast food restaurant uh, here. It's called Bojangles. Best like biscuits and fried chicken. Was amazing. So, you know. What time did you land? So, I landed at 6. Oof. And so then I got to uh, Bojangles at like 6.30. Bring some back with you. Bring uh, some back with you. We'll be ready to eat it on Monday. (laughs) I will. It's going to be nice and stale. Um, (laughs) So, uh, what was funny to me is that I um, was, you know, sitting here getting ready for the show today. And then I heard a phone go off. 
And I just realized that my my aunt and uncle have a home phone still. I don't think that I didn't think that still existed. So you still have a home phone, Travis. Patrick Cap. Fact. And here's the thing. It's not even hooked up. <laughs> I don't know the number. No one in my family knows the number. No one has called that thing for I don't know how many years. And every time I said to Susan, I'm like, why, why do we still, I oh, just don't worry about it's, it. I'm like, what? Yeah, don't worry about it. Why, bro. why? I mean, I'm sure it's not free. Maybe it's it an emergency. I don't, but we don't even have a phone to plug into it. Maybe it's somewhere in the garage we do. But yeah, we still have it. I could not for the life of you tell you what that phone number is. All right. So uh, I, I do not, it's cap. I do not have my parents' house. They do. So they got the home number there, 61958. Okay, I'm not about the number, but. <laughs> It was close we only got right there. six. Yeah, we only got six more to figure. That was close out. right there. Um, they not only have it; my mom uses it all the time. She does have a cell phone as well. I think it's, you know, there's it's a generational thing. My mom and dad have one. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't think that's going to go away. I think yours probably. You know how the mob used to like make calls from pay phones and stuff like that, so they just couldn't uh-huh. track them. That might be, you might have something there. You might have like a line there that nobody knows about that can probably wire fraud money. <laughs> you were going to say your your folks' number. How many phone numbers do you remember? Like if you just, if your phone died and you had no way to get your contacts back, how many people could you call? Lady Slee. You know her number? Yeah. Okay. Both my sisters. Okay. My mom sell, my mom home. Well, um, so you'd at least get your life back ran- together. No, but here's the thing. Random numbers that like my uncle- my my grandparents' house, numbers that I used to call back in the day before you were using your cell phone, they're still the same numbers. <laughs> yeah. So it's about, I, I know Susan's, I know my, no, I don't know my folks actually. I don't, I don't know any of theirs and I don't know any of the kids. So if Susan doesn't pick up, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. I know my grandmothers from 30 years ago, like you were saying. Yeah, those don't yeah, go away. That's, that's yeah. weird. Uh, cap, cap for me, no, I don't have this. I grew up with one, though. I remember the like the 50-foot cable or the cord yeah. that was stretched out. Was it know? in the kitchen? It was in the kitchen. Yep. There was one upstairs, too. So if like a girl would call my house, my, oh. my parents would listen in. You hey. Know? <laughs> yeah, Mom. Good... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On, on this day in 2013, Pharrell Williams' song Happy came out. Um. I think this song is one of the most annoying songs of all time. So this song is the most annoying song to get stuck in your head. Alan, factor cap. Oh, big time cap. There's much worse songs than that. Oh yeah. And that I, I get that one where they're telling you to be happy, and you're like, you know what? Screw you. Don't tell me how to feel. Uh, but that this song doesn't bother me. This song actually doesn't bother me at all. But maybe because I don't hear it very often. If it was playing on radio stations that were playing all the hits, I probably wasn't listening to those stations to begin with. So I guess it just never annoyed me because I didn't hear it that much. I don't well, have a problem with this p- one. Put it to you this way. Until Taylor started to play it, I don't even think I knew who Pharrell Williams was or this song. As we know, music is none of my business. Um, it's just kind of happy, right? Yeah, it's a little funny. light little one. The, the answer to the question may be, and I don't know if she's made other music, it's this. This, I think she was 13 when she made it. I think her name is Rebecca Black. And she <laughs> basically, Black. it's just yep. like a checklist of the things she's going to do that day. I'm going to get up. I'm going to eat some cereal. I'm going to go to school. Mm. I'm going to do some homework. I'm going to go to the big Get dance. it, Rebecca. Awful. This is great. I love her. Turn, her, voice is, she does have- her voice is not annoying at all. <laughs> do you know this song? No. She Emily. does have more music, actually. She's touring. 
So, uh, but she does still do this song and a remix of it. So, but it is an annoying. Song. I got tickets. She's just to listening, pond. listing her day. <laughs> I'm in the back seat. I'm with uh, winds blowing in my hair, and then we go to the movies. Oh, <laughs> who says no? Taylor, what about She's you? awesome. She's awesome. I think the only other good answer left is Baby Shark. It's got to be that. Come on. <laughs> Baby Ooh. Shark's a good one. That's a terrible one. But Baby Shark has got like I'm not going to play it. Don't worry. Yeah, that has like a a purpose. <laughs> is that just for kids to just... What's the purpose? Yeah, but the, the purpose the is the, brains? The, kids pl- the kids listen to it, but you got to play it in the car or, or whatever it. it is. And then it goes on and on and on. It's a lot. Emily. All right, so on this day in 2008, Twilight came out. I was a huge Twilight fan at the time. I was, I know, I get it. It's for tween girls. But my statement is, if you had the chance to live forever, you would take it. Taylor, Patrick Cap. Uh, this is Cap. It's going to be dark. I'll get dark here. But you'd watch everybody else around you die, right? That'd be True. really sad. Well, that did yeah. get sad. You have to live with that for the rest of your life forever? Nah. But you meet more people and you meet more experiences. And then watch them die too. <laughs> Good Travis. morning, Taylor. Yeah. Taylor is not Happy looking Monday. at <laughs> Taylor meets somebody and he's like, Man, eighty years that person's don't gone. Don't ask an ex- existential question if n- you don't want the n- answer. Nice, nice to meet you. My name's Taylor and I'm gonna watch you die. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty no, man. I look. We've talked about this before in a in a handful of different. I don't want to live forever. I want to live as long as I possibly can while I'm both healthily, physically, and mentally. The second I can't really move around all that great, the second that my brain starts to rot, go ahead and uh, bring the pillow into the room, sleep. It's your responsibility to hold it over my face. I'm good, man. I do not want to be infirm. I do not want to be mentally gone. I do not want that. Fact on this Ow. one, man. Fact on this one. Uh, I'm trying to live forever. I'm trying to. Good luck. I'm trying to get to. Is there a way that the technology just kind of speeds up and we can get this thing going in the next forty years or so? Uh, I, I'm hoping that I can go forever. And like you just mentioned, everything you just described that there's that just put me on a bed. We'll be just chilling. Put prices right on. Play it over and over again. Get Seinfeld going as well. I'm good to go. Yeah, no, I'm good. We're ahead. One to not one to nil over Wales. One nil USA. Thirty eighth minute. One nothing. Nil, excuse me. Let's I want to make sure I use the vernacular correctly. <laughs> On the pitch, in On the, the boots. On the pitch, yes. In um, the kit, so, in the boots. <laughs> um, so this woman on TikTok, due to inflation, has started to make her own butter and own bread because she thinks it's more cost-effective. So if it was more cost-effective and someone proved this to you, to make your own bread and butter, you would do so. Travis, factor cap. I like to cook for pleasure i don't want to cook for necessity i don't want to cook because i can save six cents a pound on butter that, that does not sound like a lot of fun to me no I'm, I'm hard cap on that i want to cook for fun for my friends for family i do not want to cook to to make my own bake my own bread make my own butter plus i don't think i'd be a very good churner uh cap for me as well uh? I'll, I'll let me give you a good example em i spend too much time and too much money just going to get a cup of freaking coffee. Now, I do brew my coffee. I just don't do it consistently. And even if I do, I feel like I still go out and get a cup of coffee like this morning. Yeah, but brewing coffee, you hit the button on the machine. You don't have to sit there with the butter churn for an hour and a half. But that's the example of even something that simple 
I'm not saving money on. You want me to go make my own pizza or my own bread or something like that? See you kneading dough all night long. I nah, Sorry I'm late, guys. Happen. Kneading the dough. Not going to happen. I'm out. <laughs> Taylor? Cap, yeah, this is a lot of work. I I don't know when. I'm I already flustered. I went to an Amish farm one time, and I, sure. saw, I saw these people just churning that butter. It's a lot of work. Have you ever done it? Never done it myself, no, but I was I was watching that. It's awesome that they do it. It was it's enough just, to turn me off. Yeah, they have it at the store, Albertsons. You just, it's right there next to the bacon. And so <laughs> you just go over there, you put a drop in the cart, down the road. Pretty easy. All right. Land of Lake. <laughs> Land of Lake is good. You're not saving money. <laughs> no, not on that. Save some dough. This next one is a bit of pandering to Taylor, but Light the Beam is an amazing chant at the end of a win. Alan, Fatra Cap. All right, I got to be honest with you. Don't say it, Slee. It's amazing. It's fact. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. the Kings are playing amazing basketball right now. They've won six games in a row. Everybody's jumping on that Kings bandwagon. Look at the Sacramento Kings go. Yeah, it's a real thing. That's like a real thing. Light the beam. They chant light the beam. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Thing yeah. That there's do. a button yeah, that happening. they press yep. that lights the beam. That lights the the beam. player of the game will press it. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's You know what it is? Which is, I think, the best thing you can say about any of those sort of promotions. Like, I was watching um, the the Vikings and the Cowboys yesterday. In the beginning of the Vikings game, what a they game. do that, that chat. Yeah, yeah, right? They do that, what is that, yeah, that Skull or Scove or whatever? What is it? Skull. Yeah, Skull. Skull, like okay, the, where they, yeah. they clap their hands. And you got the whole stadium full of people doing it. It's it's unique to them. It's pretty cool. Light the Beam is unique to the Sacramento Kings. They came up with something that's their thing. It's not a ripoff of something somebody else yeah. was doing along the way. So yeah, I'm all right with I, it. I'll also say this. If I think for the Kings, it fits. It's okay. They haven't had success in a while. They're riding a wave to start the season that is exciting for Sacramento, right? If the Yankees decided tomorrow, hey, guys, we're going to do this thing called light the beam, I think it would look a lot different. If the Dodgers, if the Lakers, if any of these others, it's like, nah, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But we're terribly spoiled with the teams we have here because you have some iconic franchises. The Angels lit the beam. You wouldn't think it's weird. It's a rally monkey. Right? It it is the rally monkey. It's the same sort of deal. But yeah, if you're the Dodgers or Yankees or Giants or you can't do that, the Lakers, the Celtics, you can't do it. But... 90 the, the Clippers the do game. things during sure. games that are much different Jump than the Condor. a franchise that has been there. Caleb Williams jumped to the front of the Heisman Trophy race, and he should. Here's how he wins it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What do we got here, Taylor? Is this some of you I'm going to live forever and watch everybody die music? No, this is Beck. <laughs> oh, sure. You knew that, Al. Why do you want to live so long? Yeah, who wants to live forever? Yeah. It'd be amazing. Why? We'll see the machines take over. <laughs> well, you only got, what, 10 years? We'll see the AI take over. <laughs> yeah, that's happening as we speak. Why do you need another 10,000 years to see that? Because I'm merging with them. <laughs> so if you live forever, are you stuck at like an 80-year-old's body? How's that work? Taylor, those details were not given to us, okay? I didn't think that far. 
crawl. I know. Twilight, you're <laughs> you're going to turn into, you're going <laughs> to sneeze one day and just like a daffodil, not a daffodil, what's that, dandelion? You're just going to go. Just evaporate. Just, just float off just into gone. the ether, right? I want to know what you want to see. So, why are you guys so because... quick wanting to leave? I'm good. What else is left? No, I'm staying. <laughs> I want to leave tomorrow. I'm, I'm not no. staying. <laughs> neither, but, neither, yeah. neither do I. I don't want to leave tomorrow, but, you know. Live a full life and then, yeah. you know, like a normal person, it's pass fine. away. Right. Pass away. <laughs> I'll keep going. You still haven't given me a good reason. <laughs> why would you want to leave? I wouldn't want to leave. You'd be old Why would you and want your busted life to up end? and your brain will be all Swiss cheese and like that doesn't But that's not the way all. she described it. Yeah, she just said you're going to live forever. Well, she says by twilight. What, what is yeah, that and what, what is, how does twilight work? Yeah, so by twilight world, it's whenever you got bitten, whenever you turn into a vampire, that's what you're stuck at. So like if you're, oh, so you're you know, a vampire, 25 so. when you get turned into a vampire, then you stay 25 forever. Come on, guys. I'm good. It's perfect. Now, if, I get, <laughs> if they get me at 103... That's not good. You know what's funny? I didn't think I could be less interested in Twilight until that description. <laughs> I, I can now, tell it's not for now, you, now, now I'm actually I'm going, even I'm less going back. Now I'm more, <laughs> more interested. Like, I, I was already a hard no, forever, and now I'm, I'm a triple or quadruple hard no. It just feels like that uh, That was like, yeah, that, I didn't think that was for me, and now I know it's not for me. Uh, still 1-0 in uh, Cutter, USA, up on Wales. They are into, Al. it's called extra time in the first half. It's extra time. That once once you get past the 45th minute, you go into extra time. Four minutes of Plus extra four, time. I know. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Which is a really super cool way to have it. Just nobody knows when it ends. Okay, it but makes here's, perfect can I, sense can I, to me. You, you are falling into the guy. That hates soccer. I don't hate it, there, but there's things but there's, about it that but there's, bother me. But there's, it's the same thing with, and I get it. It's not the most popular sport here. I get it that there isn't, it's not a, it's not six to seven. You know, there isn't high flying action the entire game, but that's never going to change, right? No, like people that are in that camp, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not one telling you I'm tuning into the English Premier League. <laughs> At 7 a.m. on a Saturday and watching, because I'm not either. I, I'm not. That's not my point at all. My point is, I just it'd be kind of cool knowing the game's going to end. That doesn't seem like a lot to ask. That's it. Like, <laughs> like they, it's halftime. If they just said, "Okay, we're going to go to 48," it's halftime. Great, we can do that. Don't piss David off. You're gonna get <laughs> I know David that. Upset. Look, he 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 can do his thing. It can be his sport. I'm just saying that we'll have it. If they said, "Hey, okay, put it up there," not just exactly this number, but exactly that number. We're just going to play for about five more minutes. But you won't know for sure. Maybe I'll blow the whistle right now. Maybe I won't. Seems seems complicated. All right. Stay tuned to 710 ESPN every night for the the Road to the Cup show presented by Estrella Jalisco. Uh, Your host, Dave Denholm, will dive into the most exciting matchups and all the drama around the FIFA World Cup. Obviously, that's going on right now. Estrella Jalisco. Uh, proud supporters of Team Mexico, uh, Team Mexico. Let's cheer them on with an Estrella Jalisco beer in hand. Vamos Mexico, drink responsibly. Now, Dave, we're calling all the games. I'm 100 percent in because that dude gets fired up. He he gets you so excited for Big those time. games. He's he's unbelievable. He's great in the LAFC. The the final game, just that that call, which we played a ton of different times. Go watch the video of him. It's a it, he's. Just absolutely out of his mind, and I love every single second of it. So, Dave, if you want to come to my house and call these games for me, that would uh, that would help a great deal. I am 100% here for that. Um, we were watching the SC game at the house on Saturday night. One of the great SC-UCLA games. That's one you're going to see over and over again over the next you know years and decades. 
and I think I don't think this is true. Caleb Williams went from one of the Heisman Trophy candidates to the Heisman Trophy favorite. That he is the betting favorite in Las Vegas right now to win that trophy because here's what it is: one lost team got a chance to go to the Final Four. He's going to play for his conference championship. He's going to have another marquee game against another marquee program in Notre Dame coming up this weekend. He plays for a prestige program, and no one else, C.J. Stroud in Ohio State's the only other guy like, okay, he's still very much in the mix. He's got some tough games coming too. If he can get to the end of the line, not only can he win it, I think he will win it. I thought there was some leading up to Saturday, okay? And it was was interesting. You know, people were – UCLA, there are a few people um, that were, of course, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR was talking about, hey, no, no, this is a rivalry. We're ready to play them. We want to beat them. We don't like them. Uh, we hate those guys across town. I thought Caleb Williams was interesting. I don't know if you heard some of the stuff he said, but he said, I haven't learned much about the rivalry, to be honest. It's just another game to me. I think that's, you know, I, I, I heard him after the game say that they were talking a lot they were running their mouth a lot. We just wanted to come in and win the game. We just wanted to. We just wanted an opportunity. Once the game started, um, put all the talking to the side. We're going to come out with a W or not. He was the best player on the field. Wasn't close. Yep. Was it? And DTR, you know, you mentioned it. It's feast or famine. It could be a little bit of both, which is okay. But um, DTR had an opportunity. The ball in his hands at the final drive of the game, and he threw a pick. And he threw two picks in the first half. Caleb Williams had this just kind of is a wave the entire game. And it wasn't turnovers that would have lost the game because of something Caleb Williams did. He put himself in a position to win the game. I love what he said after as well. I'm with you. That that, that dude right now has got to be the Heisman uh, favorite. I think he's only thrown four interceptions all season long. It, it, it really has been an unbelievable performance. And, and I like this because clearly, look, I get that he was at Oklahoma and he's new to SC. But I always enjoy the guy that's on the high side of the rivalry when it comes to football. SC's on the high. If it were basketball, UCLA would be on the high side. But in football, I always like it when they go, eh, it's just a game. I love the condescension at the guy mm-hmm. that's yapping at you like this. He knows this is a game. He mm-hmm. went out there and did these things. And then when it's all said and done, he's like, yeah, got you again. I love we'll that. Take a look up there. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Here's what he's done in his last five games. Five total touchdowns against Utah, over 430 yards. Five total touchdowns against Arizona, over 420 total yards. Five total touchdowns against Cal, nearly 400 yards. Against Colorado, five total touchdowns, 260 yards. And then against UCLA on the weekend, 502 total yards um, with three touchdowns along the way. So that would be 23 touchdowns in his last five games. That's how you win the Heisman Trophy at USC. He does this at Arizona State. It's like, yeah, cool. You do it at USC, you win the Heisman Trophy. That's incredible that a team, a university like USC, the conversation we were having about them just one year ago, just one year ago, what was the conversation around SC? Now you're talking about a Heisman Trophy potential winner. You're talking about potentially college football playoff. You're talking about... I think they win these last two. Uh, it's going to be tough. You know, I'm, I'm be honest with you too. I, I'd be, I'd be more surprised if they're. I'd be more surprised that they go two and zero in these final two games than I would if they lost one. Mm-hmm. So if that's the best way. If they split it one and one, however it goes, it's not like you have Colorado left and you know the Pac-12 championship. You got two Notre really Dame teams. is a really good college football team that's playing good football now. And if it's Oregon that you end up going up against, it's Oregon. 
Yeah, Oregon's lost two games. One of them was to Georgia, and the other one was because their coach went brain dead at the worst possible mm-hmm. time. That they've been in every game for one every be a fun game. matchup. Be a great yeah, game. Yeah, be a fun matchup. And by the way, these are clear Oregon and SC are clearly the two best teams in the conference mm-hmm. and that they didn't have each other on the schedule this year. This is exactly how this is supposed to work. This is exactly so how true, it's supposed to work. Because how many times you end up playing that school late and then you got to face them again in the in the uh and it's anticlimactic like last year utah and oregon played twice in like three weeks yep and and utah kicked their butts both times but this is how it's supposed to be and sc's got everything on the line and nothing would make oregon happier than to ruin it (laughs) nothing would be because by the way think this is what could happen they could beat Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. They could go into Oregon. They lose the game. You're out of the Final Four. You're out of the Rose Bowl. And look out, uh, El Paso, Sun Bowl, here we come. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. They could be an at-large and obviously a much better one than that. But that could go from, hey, we've been playing for everything to, why are we playing on December 27th? It could happen that quick. Notre Dame, five wins in a row. They beat Syracuse, who was 16. Yep. yep. They beat Clemson. And who's unbeaten? Thirty-five to fourteen, they beat them. So they're balling at the right time. And they destroyed Boston College in the snow. Mm-hmm. I, but do you like the snow games? I, lo- oh, I, love, I love them. Turning on the TV, like, oh look at that! I don't yeah, want to I, go to one. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> the guys that are sitting there, they take their shirt off and they're going like this. I'm like, guys, go get some hot chocolate and throw a sweater on. <laughs> You're going to get sick. Go inside. Yeah, I get worried. Like, You're going to get the flu. It looks unsafe. Well, you guys need to be a little more responsible. Does your mom know where you are? <laughs> Cody Bellinger is a free agent. Does that mean he's done with the Dodgers? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.